You're in tune to You're On My Heart. My name is Cheryl Duhart, and today I have a lovely guest, Ron Smith. He is a blessing to the body of Christ, and we're going to talk about waiting on the Lord and trusting God because God is faithful. Right now, I want Ron Smith to introduce himself. Go ahead, Ron. Hello. Thanks for having me on the show. My name is Ron Smith, as um, Cheryl stated. I am a uh, ordained minister at Word of Faith uh, Family Worship Cathedral. And that's where I know Cheryl from. And I am a father of four sons. I work, I'm a public health, public health advisor at a CDC. And I sell real estate on the side. And my passion is the kingdom, kingdom work, you know, help helping people to grow up and mature in Christ. That's my passion. And that's a great passion. And that's a blessing. God has blessed you in so many ways. Well, thank you, Ron, for being a part of the show. And thank you. I'm so glad I met you. So Great to meet you and know you. I don't know how long I've been knowing you, but I've been knowing you a minute. But let's go ahead and get started. We want to talk about waiting on the Lord. I know um, we used to sing this song, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not faint. They shall not be weary yes. <laughs> and they shall walk and not faint. Oh, I don't really. That's in Isaiah 40, 31, if you want to look oh. it up. Let me just read it correctly to you. But those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. But all through the Bible, it's talking about always waiting on the Lord. Yeah. Now, you know how we pray sometimes, Ron, and we want our answers right now. But God right. is so omnipotent. And sometimes we just have to wait. And I, I know in my life, I've had to wait on some things. And when God gives it, does what he wants to do, it's always better than what I thought it would be. What, what do you have to say on that, Ron? Same thing with me. I, I found out, you know, that when I wait on wait on God, sometimes you think that things are going well right now. You're in a good place. But when you wait on God for that next season, that next season is always greater, you know. So that's why, you know, like my grandmother used to say, one of those old words, it, we're old words, it behooves us to wait on the Lord. <laughs> Say it again, right? Well, it behooves you to wait upon the Lord. It behooves us, amen, to wait on the Lord. Because sometimes, you know, I, I found out that I don't know what I'm doing with my life. You know what I mean? Sometimes we have our own um, decisions and directions to go. But I found out that I don't know what I'm doing with my life. So, therefore, I decide to turn my life over to God. It's just like, you know, if I have a book in my hand, I'm going to give you this book, Cheryl. And I'm going to say, here, you take the book. I got to trust you with the book. Although sometimes I may want to come back and get the book, but you got the book now. So that's why that's how I try to do with my life. You know, I often pray, Lord, I want my life. I, I put myself on the altar. God, I'm all yours. So so therefore, you know, Lord, I'm yours because I, I know that I don't know what I'm doing with my life. You know, so therefore I trust God because his way is always better than our way. I don't know about you guys. Guys, but I have done things before where I did not wait on the Lord, <laughs> and it has taught me to wait on the Lord. You know what I mean? Right. That's good because He knows what's best, and you. And then some. With me, I'll look back and say, "Ooh, we did I? What was I thinking about when I wanted that?" I, I say, "Lord, I thank you for showing me that that's not what I needed." And He, one thing about God is, um. He knows everything. He he knows more than what we know, way more than what we know. Yeah. And that's the blessing of uh, waiting on the Lord and trusting him because he knows. But what that's I wanted cool. to say, first of all, if you haven't, I know some of you might not have received Jesus Christ as your Savior. But to have this relationship and to trust God and 
to know what he's doing in your life. Well, he's not saying that we know everything because right, we right, don't right. know everything. But first, you got to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. And that comes with just believing. You know, I think a lot of people grew up with John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. It's just a matter of speaking it and believing in your heart that Jesus right. Christ died on the, on the cross for you. Mm -hmm. And he rose from the dead. So mm -hmm. I pray that you have that begin to have that relationship so that whatever your prayers and whatever your desires are, you can trust God to uh, answer your prayers. Right. Now, um, Ron, sometimes when you're waiting, I know with me, God don't want you to think about what he's doing every day. He wants you to walk in peace. And that's what the scripture is talking about. You should not be weary and won't faint because you know that God is faithful. And would you say that in your trusting and waiting on God, that God truly has been faithful? Is that how you could describe it, even though sometimes you might want to pick it up, Ron, and you shouldn't pick it up? Oh, Lord, when is it going to happen? Is it going to happen tomorrow? What about in 2022 or 2020? What do you have to say on that, Ron? Yeah, definitely. I, 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 I have found out that God is faithful. You know, we, if we trust him, he will, um, you know, bring things to, uh, the Bible says all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord. So if we're faithful and wait on God, he will bring things to pass and will work things out for our good. And I, I, I know, you know, like you were saying, sometimes I get tired of waiting on God. <laughs> you can be, you can be saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost coming out your ears, but sometimes, you know what, you're going to get tired of waiting on the Lord. It's just our flesh, right? Right. And so, right. but I found out when you do wait on Lord, things are so things are so much better. It, the, one of the biggest stories in my life is when I got married when I was um, just turned twenty. I think I was. Yeah, I, I think I turned. Tur I got married in June, and I had just turned twenty in May. And so my parents freaked out because I married this. <laughs> I married this girl that I've been knowing from for ch from church to church that I was grew up in. And she had been married before she had two kids. So she was like six, six or seven years older than I was. And so my parents just told me. And I remember um, when I was younger, my grandmother was, was my pastor. And I remember she was counseling some of the young people that wanted to get married real young. And she, I remember her while she was, you know, kind of frustrated with counseling one of the couples. She looked at me and she said, Ron, don't you get married? You're about 26, 27 now, all right? No, I think she said about 23, something like that. And I just, you know, kind of like, you know, just heard it, but I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna wait that long, you know, because I was saved back then, and you know, we know that no sex before marriage. I'm like, you know what, I need to get me a wife, you know. <laughs> I know that's right. So, uh, so yeah, so anyway, I remember her saying that, but anyway, she died, she ended up uh, uh, passing, and time went on. I started uh, being friends with this girl at church, and then we decided we we're gonna get married. And that's like one of the worst things that I did. So anyway, we got married. It was uh, a, a lot to go through, you know, because again, I was only 20. We stayed married for eight years. And it was just, you know, I hate to say hell because I don't think we can really compare anything to hell, but you get my point. Right. It, was, it was not a good experience. And so, mm -hmm. uh, I, so I ended up in divorce and um, um, end, up, end up in divorce. And so I was divorced and by myself for about 17 years waiting on the Lord. You know, I remember when... Um, I remember when I was going through the divorce, I was thinking to myself, you know, just being real, you know, I'm like, okay, so great. I'm finally going to get out of this. It was just horrible, whatever, Lord, you've, you've released me. So, you know, praise the God, praise God. Now what? And then I remember uh, something saying, well, what you going to do about sex? And I'm 
and then I and I, then I heard the Lord say, you know what? I got you. I got you. And so basically, you know, God God blessed me for 17 years. I was I was celibate, waiting on the Lord until the Lord gave me the right one, gave me the right one. And now mm-hmm. he's giving me the right one, and things are so much better. So it just teaches me to wait on God because God always knows what he's doing. If you just wait on him, he has the best in store for you. But so many times we don't wait on God, we go before him, and then we end up somewhere looking stupid. So when I got married, <laughs> when I got married so young, you know, didn't listen to my parents or whatever. And so later on, to be honest with you, I was somewhere looking stupid because I did not wait on God. So it, it again, you know, that old word, it behooves us to wait on God because God knows what he's doing and we do not. So, you know, and if you don't wait on God, he will, he will, he will cause you to be in a place where you wish you would have wait on God. And once you go through things where you did not wait on God, it teaches you, you know what, now, from now, I'm going to wait on God because I don't want, want to be in that ugly place again. Amen. Thank you for sharing that, Ron, because you do have a beautiful wife. I know. I, I met her, but I don't, you know, we talk on, you know, on social media, but it, I can tell that God is all in that and that you waited and God answered your prayers. Now, even in your waiting, let's just go there. You were busy, just like Ruth was um, point, busy yes. walking in your purpose. You weren't just like twiddling your thumbs right. every day exactly. and sitting there going, looking here, there, and God just introduced you to your wife. You were busy about doing the purposes of the Lord, even as a single man. Would you say that? Did you want to expound any on that, Ron? Yeah, definitely. You know, it's funny because I was talking to my barber this morning. I've heard this before, but he reminded me, you know, um, wait doesn't mean just to sit and, you know, rock in your chair and and twirl your thumb, you know. Right. If you go to a restaurant, what does a waiter do? A waiter waits on you. Exactly. He's doing something, right? And so while we're waiting on God, we got to be busy doing something, you know. And I used to be of a singles ministry at Word of Faith. And a lot of times people just wanted to get married so bad. And, oh, I'm looking for a wife. If she the one, if she the one, Lord, just show me. Uh Uh-uh, calm down. It's okay. You do you. You get out there and you do your thing. You wait as, as you're waiting on the Lord. You just get out there and enjoy life. And eventually, you know, if eventually the right one will come. But a lot of times when you're so desperate, you get mm-hmm. anything that's out there. Not only for a wife, but for a business, for a car, whatever. When you're desperate, you just go with the first thing, first thing ticking. But you know what? Once you're confident in yourself, you're mm-hmm. happy with yourself, you're happy right. with your current life, you, you mm-hmm. found a place of delight in God, then you know what? You can sit back and say, you know what? If you're not going to make my life any better than what it is right now, I'm cool. Right. Amen. And that's where you have to get to that place. And it's a blessing to be in that place. But I can tell you the truth waiting on God when you see when God blesses you. It's the, what's that scripture? Every good and perfect gift comes from above. Right. And it's just not talking about in marriage or anything yeah. like that. But right. everything that I can say in my life, praise the Lord, that God has done exceedingly, abundantly above all that I may ask or think. And so if I'm waiting on something in another area, my thing is, Ron, I don't know about you, is if God did it over there, he can do it over here because he's just that awesome. So that's what gives me the peace and it allows me to do what God has called me to do uh, for the kingdom of God. Is that what happens you, Ron? Because, well, you know, I know you can really say that he has done exceedingly, abundantly above I think you can run just looking on the outside, looking in. Would you agree that God has done that for you? 
Yes, t- totally. I mean, I, I, uh, again, you know, I want to. Um, two of my two of my boys are. Um, I said four boys. One is on the way, actually. One of the boys is on the way. <laughs> yeah, so I got my, <laughs> my wife and I had two boys before we got married. And then we had a son uh, a couple of years ago, and now we got one, one son, a son on the way. And um, I wanted my own kids, you know, and I was, you know, as I was getting older, whatever, I wanted my own kids, but I decided to wait on God, do things the right way. While all my other friends, you know, they was having kids, married or something, you know, a lot of them not married, whatever, doing their own thing. I decided to wait on God, do, 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 do things the right way. And then when I got married, first, my wife had two miscarriages. And so it looked like maybe I wouldn't have a son, uh, my own biological child. But then, you know, we got pregnant with the other one and, and now we got pregnant again. And so again, that's an example of me waiting on the Lord, how God does give me the size of my heart. But I don't want to just focus on marriage only, you know, like you said, it's other areas also that we can wait on God in. I remember um, when I uh, left my church that I was in coming to Word of Faith, the church mm-hmm. that I was in, I had basically kind of grew up in that church for the, for the most part. Uh, that church was a split from the church I grew up in. So I was still with a lot of people that I grew up grew up in. Mm-hmm. Grew up with. But the Lord was telling me it was time to leave. And I, and I started feeling uncomfortable and I want to leave, but God had not released me yet. But then once God released me, you know, you know, I waited on God, first of all, because to be honest with you, it was my, it was my, my, my mother-in-law was my pastor. So when we divorced, God did not release me from the church. Mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. I was still there. My wife had stopped, my ex-wife at that time had stopped coming to church, but I was still there with the family and everything because God would not release me. And yeah. so I waited on God. I didn't, because I, a lot of people say, well, you know what? If, if you're that close to the family, once you divorce, you just go, just go just, you should probably just go ahead and leave. But God did not release me because I still had work to, to do there. So therefore I waited on God there. And when God finally released me, you know, it was just so much better. And it's funny because my last, one of my, my last Sunday there, like maybe the next, that Tuesday after that last Sunday, I was invited to somebody's church and they uh, called me out. They said, God is taking you to a new place. You know, you're going to, uh, you're going to meet other people, people that are going where you're going. And then that same night, my friend said, well, you know what, let me just show you a word of faith deal. Cause I had heard a bishop, but I mm-hmm. hadn't ever denied that. She said, well, let me just show you a word of faith deal. So she, she, um, I went, we went by Word of Faith, just about to show me where it is. And then we went to her church, and that's when the guy prophesied to me. And I've been so blessed since I've been at Word of Faith. And it's mm-hmm. like I thought where the church I grew up in was like awesome, or the church I came out of was awesome because I had great connections. But at mm-hmm. Word of Faith, me wait on the Lord to the Lord led me to Word of Faith. And then even when I went to Word of Faith, I was getting ready to join uh, maybe like a 30 days or so. I mean, about a month or so after I had about a maybe a few months after I had been visiting, and the Lord told me this is a marathon, not a sprint. And I'm thinking, what is he talking about? <laughs> I just kept hearing that. And the last time, what got my attention, I, I was looking at the uh, news, and uh-huh. the newscaster said it. I said, okay, Lord, what are you talking about? And at that time, he said, you know what? You're at Word of Faith. That's great, but I don't want you to join yet. So it was about six months or so after the, when the Lord led me to uh, go ahead and go ahead and join. And I see now that he was conditioning me to let me know that this is where I'm supposed to be because my background was Pentecostal and, you know, word of faith, you know, we got that Pentecostal feel that word of faith, but it's not like as rigid or how I should say it, like a lot of Pentecostal churches. So the Lord had conditioned my mind to let me know that, Hey, this is where I'm supposed to be. Once he did that, I joined and it's just been a great uh, experience. You know, I've learned so much since I've been there. I've been blessed to meet people like you and other, and other people. So it's just been a blessing. So again, all that to say, wait on the Lord because he is faithful and he knows what he's doing. Amen. Thanks for sharing that because 
uh, speaking of changes, churches, I had gone through some things where God had me to uh, speak some words to some people. And of course, when you speak truth to people in a loving way, sometimes it might not, they right. might not be happy. But I knew that I was supposed to do it. I kind of went through some persecution and my flesh wanted to leave, but I had to wait on the Lord. Right, and, right. When, and after I went through that season, God did allow me to leave the church. He right. told me one day that you're not to go back to that church again. I said, well, why not, Lord? I said, well, if you want me to leave, you got to confirm that through the scripture. Yep. Right. And he told me, he gave me that scripture where uh, Saul was running from David mm -hmm. and uh God told me he was protecting me. I said, what you protecting me from? But as time went on, I understood what he what that was. But I was so glad that I waited and didn't leave that church at that particular time because I would have been out of order. God knew exactly. what he wanted me right. to leave. So, yes, it is more than just marriage. It's a lot of different things. Even with leaving a job, yes. sometimes you might want to leave a job because right. you know that job might be getting on your nerves. But right. God said, wait on me, because he right. knows the perfect time, and That's he right. really does. And I'm so glad he knows, and I don't know everything, because uh, he just knows, and he knows what to do. He leads and guides you, and, and all that good stuff. And I'm so glad you shared about the different things that you've done while you have been waiting on just, not just marriage, but a lot of different things that God has blessed you uh -huh. with the, in your ministry, and you have, you say God says not a marathon. So you can say that about everything that he's done for you in a way, yes, huh, Ron? Yes, definitely. Hasn't definitely. been a marathon. That's good. But God, what is that scripture about a day is like a, I just read it the other day, a thousand day, a, a thousand days is like a day to God. You know what scripture right, I'm trying one, to say, Ron? One, Yeah, one day to God, to God is like a thousand years to us or something like that. Yeah. Basically, God's timing is not our timing. Right. Thank you very much. And you just have to wait. We think everything's, it might be a new car you want. It might be a new house you want, a new job, whatever it is. Just wait on the Lord to be a good church because God knows the perfect time. And, and like we Ron and I both have attested to, and of course we know other people that attest to it too, that when we wait on the Lord, it's, you can smile and God gives you peace in that. Amen. 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 All right, Ron, did you have anything else you want to say? I think we've covered everything. I hope, Lord, we haven't missed anything. If it is, go ahead and let us know what it is right now. I can't think of anything. But uh, one scripture I do want to just go ahead and say, trust in the Lord with all, thy, all thine heart and lean not unto your own understanding. That's in Proverbs 3. And, you know, uh, that's a popular scripture, but it's a real, real trust in God and he'll lead and guide you. I don't think we have any other things to say, but this very important, like Ron gave a testament about how he did some things, and uh, and I know I've done some things, I just can't think of them right now, I probably have a whole bunch of them, but I can't think of right now, that I wish I would have waited on God, but in the, even in the midst of it, if you do make mistakes, don't beat yourself up, because mm -hmm. especially when you love the Lord, uh, Romans 8, 28, all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord, and are called according to his purpose, because even in the midst of it, we might, we'll learn something. We'll learn not to do something again. Hope <laughs> we yeah, learn to. That's true. <laughs> yes. And we learn that how faithful, that's what I had thought about earlier, how faithful God is. And when we're waiting on him and uh, to answer our prayers, whether it, it don't always have to be um, a physical thing. It could be just peace, that's right. love, healing, relationships, 
family relationships, healing, whatever. It's so much that we can trust God for, but it ain't always about some physical thing. That's All right. Did you want to add anything before we close, uh, Ron? Yeah, I just want to remind, let people know that, you know, it's hard for us to wait, but we have to rely on the Holy Spirit. God will help you to wait. If you you ask God for his help and he will help you to wait, because a lot of times, you know, the Bible says we're born in sin and, and we were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. So it's not our human nature to wait on God. It's our human nature to do what we want to do and do things our way. But if you ask God, God, give me strength, Lord, Holy Spirit, help me to wait on you. And he will if you want his help. Right. And God, the Holy Spirit does speak to you. It's just a matter of listening and being in tune. And sometimes uh, in my life, and I'm quite sure in your in your life, Ron, and other believers that uh, sometimes we have to sit down and just listen That's and right. slow down and listen to God. Right. And, he's, and he does confirm what he wants you to know. Just like Ron gave you an example about the on the news, or the man was talking probably talking about marathon, and then with me and the uh, God telling me He protected me, I say protected me, protected me from what? He took me right to the scripture about how He, he was protecting David from Saul, and so God is so faithful. So just trust Him, trust in the Lord with all that heart, and lean out into that own understanding, and please wait on Him because it's always a blessing to wait. I know sometimes it. Got to be hard. but uh, And one word that God gave me through some things I was going through is your focus. Yes. Um, they, Thou will keep you in perfect peace, all whose mind is stayed on thee. That's Isaiah 26 and 3. So why are you waiting? Ask God to give you that peace because he will give it to you. Just wait on the Lord. It's always a blessing. And not saying, now Ron and I are not perfect. Don't get it twisted, okay? But we do <laughs> believe in God and trust in God, okay? Yeah. And you be encouraged and wait on the Lord. And tune in again to, to You're On My Heart. I want to thank my guest, Ron Smith. He's wow. in Metro Atlanta. He is a minister of the gospel. Thank you, Ron, for coming. It's always been a blessing knowing you, and I praise God for you. Audience, wait on the Lord and be of good courage. Thank you for tuning in. See you next time. Bye-bye.